Hey guys, this is Rob Carbone. Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankee info than by listening to this podcast right here, right now. What's up, guys? Late Saturday night here. It's actually 1 a.m. Sunday morning. Uh, Yanks coming off another victory, man. Another one. That makes eight straight for the Yankees. I mean, they're a freight train right now that keeps on rolling, keeps on going. Nobody is stopping them at this current moment. And it's been a hell of a ride. You got you can you can't really complain. You can't complain. You have nothing to do but appreciate all this. And that's all I'm doing right now. So they're on fire, you know, and it goes back to, well, it goes back a while, but recently after the rough stretch, they, you know, they, they, they finish off a series against the White Sox with two victories, go out and dominate the Rays in an excellent sweep where Tanaka pitches a freaking complete game shutout, right? And now, you know, now, now they host the Astros, right? Yesterday they have a, they have a game where, who was it? James Paxson takes the mound. But the story yesterday was the freaking offense, man. And this these bats just keep hitting. You know, and Aaron Judge hasn't even gotten going yet. But the story yesterday was Gary Sanchez and it was Glaber Torres. I mean, these two guys have been such key pieces to the Yankees this season. You know, some people even under... I feel like some people... I guess we'll start with Glaber because some people are under eight in this kid. I mean, he's been so spectacular for them offensively. You know, you look at his numbers and he's, you know, he's already up to 18 home runs in the year, 45 RBIs in 70 games. But the 18 home runs is what I'm looking at. I mean, that's incredible for for a middle infielder who's 22 years old in his second season. Not to mention he's slashing 287, 891. I mean, wow. You know what I mean? That's that's awesome. This kid's, you know, he's 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 just doing so good, man. And he's finally I don't want to say finally cuz it's his second year, but I'm he's it seems like he's he's like he's ahead of schedule here, man. That's what I'm trying to say. He's hitting 287 891. This is the guy who I've been saying all along will be the Yankees' best player soon enough. And you know what? Laugh at me. You know, call me stupid because Aaron Judge is everybody's favorite. But I'm telling you, Glaber Torres is that legit. He's that legit. He's I look at him as like this Robinson Cano type of hitter from the right side. He's a, he's a, he's going to be a legit 300 hitter. You know, he's going to spray the ball to all fields, and that's what he did last night with the right center homer. And he's going to have that power because he can go the opposite way in Yankee Stadium. You know, he's. He's such a, a unique contact hitting threat who can he's an all around hitter and that's what the Yankees need. They have a bunch of those this season and it's that's that's been key. So great job from Glaber getting it getting his third home run in three days yesterday. And then Gary Sanchez, man. What can you say about Gary Sanchez too? You know, yesterday he comes through with a big blow to make it two to zero and or one nothing, whatever it was. But he, he hits it that's his twenty third homer. Right? He comes through with a double later in the game. I mean, this guy's just been, he's been raking all year. You know, and although I think DJ is the Yankee MVP, I'd have a hard time arguing against Gary, too, because that's how good he's been. That's how great he's been. You look at Sanchez's numbers, they're absurd. 
they're even they're even crazier than the Glaber. Sanchez has been on an unbelievable tear. I think he's got so he has twenty three home runs, fifty two RBIs, and get this, fifty six games played. <laughs> he almost has as much runs driven in than he has games played. He's got about a little less than half the home runs for games played. I mean, it's and he's and on top of that. He's been that complete hitter I was hoping for all along. You know, hitting 274 with an otherworldly 982 OPS. Guy's a catcher, man. He's a catcher. And what a, I mean, just what a turnaround season it's been for Gary. I'm so happy he's doing this because it's, I knew that. I knew last year, I knew that wasn't him, man. I knew it. I mean, he was just way too talented. And this year, he's coming up to the plate. With a much better mentality, you know, he looks much healthier, you know, physically. But that mentality at the plate is all, is all, that's, that's all it was, you know. When he has that mentality of, okay, take it to right field. Stay patient on those breaking balls. You know, go the other way if you need to. You know, have a clean swing. Don't just try to hit a homer because you're, you're strong enough to where you're going to hit a homer if you make contact. And that's what he's been doing this year. Gary Sanchez is an MVP candidate right now. And that's just incredible, and I'm saying this after last season. But at the same time, it's not, because I knew he had this potential, man. So, yeah, I don't want to drag on them for too long, but good for Gary, good for Glaber. These guys have been terrific, you know. And, I mean, this offense all together, man, it's just it's just been so fun to watch. You know, because, you know, and I probably said this before in recent, in, uh, my you know, my previous podcast episodes, but... It's been so fun because the difference between this and last season, you know, they're they're not they're not stringing they're not um, relying on the home run to save them. They're actually stringing together hits. You know, putting up great at bat by great at bat. They're driving in runs via the single, via the double, home run, triple, whatever it takes. They're going to get that run in. You know, they're not going to fail. That's why they're second in the in the uh, entire league. With runners in scoring position, hitting 290. Probably goes up after tonight, too. 290 behind just the Rockies, who play at friggin' uh, Coors Field. I mean, so they've been playing this excellent, you know, put the bat to the ball, fundamental small ball type. I don't even want to call it small ball, because they've even been hitting the homers. I think they're on pace to, to tie that record they had last year. So I call it, just, it's just been this, you know, unique balance. It's been a balance of contact, of power, of speed. And you can go further and expand it to defense. Power pitching from the pen. Yes, starting pitching is very, very shaky. You know, I'm really, really concerned about that in the long run. But as far as everything else goes, they're no longer this one-dimensional team. At least right now. And it's given me this confidence, man. Because as long as you keep playing guys like DJ... Guys like Gio, who can put the bat to the ball, go the other way for a simple single. As long as you keep giving those guys regular time, the Yanks are going to be this balanced team. You know, because you got the power. You're always going to have that power. But the missing piece of the puzzle last season was that, you know, that contact hitting balance. And that's exactly what the Yankees have brought this year. So I'm loving that. I'm loving that. And now, again, am I a little concerned? Yeah, you know, I, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't concerned because guys like Aaron Judge, great. Giancarlo Stanton, going to root for him. 
but they do strike out, man. They strike out a ton, and that does concern you in the long run if they're gonna if they're going to you know disrupt this kind of this kind of play the Yankees are bringing. You know this this whole death by a thousand cuts. It's gonna it's so you know especially Stan because Judge I'm not I'm not uh, worried about as much because I know he's a complete hitter. He's more a complete hitter than rather you know Giancarlo's you know more of this freak athlete with with strength as opposed to you know, just a talented hitter you know with a high IQ. So there's a little bit of concern there. I am not going I'm not going to be one of these idiots who just you know who just go oh Giancarlo's going to ruin this entire offense because he's you know he's all or nothing. Which he is an all or nothing hitter, but I'm not going to just I'm not going to you know count him out right here right now. Going to give the guy time. Going to hope he does well. And you know, we'll see where we go from there, but overall I think I'm feeling pretty good. I think I'm feeling really good. But yeah, no, it's just the pitching that I want to see, you know, improve down the line. You know, what's 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 it gonna be? How are we gonna trade? Who are we gonna trade? Who are we gonna get by trade? Um, passed on Keiko. Actually, Keiko pitched the other day. I think against the Nationals yesterday, G- gave up eight hits, three runs, and in four innings or something. I'm not reading. I'm just thinking of it off the top of my head, so I'm, I might not be exactly correct on those numbers, but it was something along those lines. Um, I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. We'll see. But bottom line, the Yanks do need some pitching to improve, you know, big picture-wise. Um, Max Scherzer, obviously the big name. Guy's a friggin' psychopath, and I love that shit. He's a psychopath. Watching him on the mound is a beauty, man. So... It comes down to are they going to get Max Scherzer? A lot of people don't think they will. You know, I don't think they will. Now, if they don't, they're going to have to get at least two very good pitchers. And by very good, I don't mean Matthew Boyd. I don't mean Mike Miner. You know, two pitchers with mediocre careers but having a career season. I don't mean those guys. No. Two very good pitchers as in, you know, Marcus Stroman. You know, I wouldn't hate Trevor Bauer. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I wouldn't hate him though. Uh, Madison Bumgarner. Mm, you know, I, I at first I loved him, man. I wanted him so bad. But the other side of me says, uh, you know, he is old. He is, you know, not the same after the injury. He's not. Ha- he doesn't have the same stuff. The results aren't there consistently this season. I think his ERA is in the fours. So there's not it's it's tough because the market's pretty dry outside of Scherzer. You know, you have Stroman and you know a bunch of other guys who are having just career years out of nowhere. You know, so it's 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 not great. It's it's going to be a tough situation for the Yankees. You know, and that's kind of why I've been on Cashman a little bit because he's passed on such great pitching previous years. But we'll see what happens pitching wise. Um, you know, other than that. Everything else has been going well, but Cameron Maben did hit the DL yesterday. He popped a calf muscle running around the running the first base, I think, and uh, we we saw it live on TV as he was crossing home plate, you know, from Sanchez's home run. Um, and they said after the game that he will be out, you know, quote for a while. So that's definitely not good. That could mean he's going to lose his spot. It sucks, man, because he's he's been along with DJ, along with Gio, one of those guys who pokes, you know, who gets those singles, like I was just talking about. He's been one of those key pieces who's helped this team so much. He's batting three fourteen before he went down. So 
Losing him is definitely going to suck. You know, it's obviously not the end of the world, but it's not great. But, um, no, other than that, we're feeling good, you know, but you never get too high, never get too low. You know, never. I learned that from last year, so I'm not going to call this team, you know, not going to call them special or nothing, you know. I'm going to praise them right now. You know, I'm going to make make my comparisons, you know. Kind of reminds me of 09 or 2017 even, you know, where they have this cop team camaraderie. You know, there's this resilient resilient team who doesn't give up, never out of it. It's always a team effort. So they do have these resemblances from past successful Yankee teams. But at the same time, I'm not going to jump ahead of, you know, ahead of myself. I'm not going to jump to these conclusions. It's always, you know, never get too high, never get too low. So, you know, I learned my lesson last year when they had that that hot April, end of April, a hot May, good start to June, then they just faltered from there in that second half. So I'm not going to use any terms like special yet or nothing like that. We'll see what happens though, man. I'm I'm just feeling good right now. You know, this this whole team has some great vibes around them. Everything's looking great. They can really make a a dangerous run if they keep playing their cards right, and that's exactly what they've been doing. You know, they've they've just played terrific baseball, and you can't really ask for more. You can't ask for more, man. But <laughs> I guess if there's one thing to nitpick at, Aaron Boone pisses me the hell off, or whoever it is making these decisions. We're just gonna call him Boone for the sake of the podcast for now. But Boone pisses me off with with these decisions. First off, it's the it's the lineups. There's constantly, and I mean constantly, two or maybe three guys resting a night who should be playing every day. Oh my god, yesterday it was Voight, Hicks, and uh DJ. Tonight it was Glaber and Sanchez. Glaber and Sanchez, who I was just praising about because they've hit three home runs in three straight games. They get the night off tonight, which pisses me off. And again, the Yankees won. What the hell does it matter? But it's just the it's just the simple fact that the mentality of Boone is to rest for a rainy day, you know, and, and try to get by with with as little as possible. I hate that shit, man. I can't stand that little, you know, little thrifty, cute little economical, you know, mentality. It's just so freaking frustrating. And I use I use the word friggin' so much, <laughs> but it is, man. It's so friggin' frustrating. And it's not only the lineups he does this with. He does this with his bullpen pit with his bullpen, man. Tonight, perfect example. You know, the game is what? The Yanks have a lead, right? A four to two lead going into the seventh inning. You know, usually you'd use your better reliever here. Your top weapon. Someone like Adam Adovino, right? <laughs> no. Aaron Boone goes with Jonathan Holder, who by the way leads the Yankees in innings pitched off the in the pen, but also holds the highest ERA from the pen. Where the hell is the logic there? So he goes with Holder, and what do you expect? You know, two quick outs, then he gives up two singles, and then the big homer to give the Astros a 5-4 to four lead. And then the funniest part is when he eventually has to use Adovino. So it's like, it's like the whole point of this using Holder... You know, first thing is to save out of, you know, for another day, right? But Holder pitches like Holder, so he eventually has to use both him and Adavito, wasting them both. It's just hilarious how it comes back to bite him in the ass. And he does, he does this so often, and it always happens. That's, I can't help but to laugh at that shit. But it pisses me off, man. 
It pisses me off. And I know, I know, the Yanks won tonight. I shouldn't be complaining about anything. But I just, it just it bugs me because in the long run, I feel like this is going to... This isn't going to pay off, man. It's This whole rest first thing is not going to pay off in the long run. I hate it. I never liked it. And, I, and, and for once, I would like to see him go for the kill with the lineup. And for once, I would like to see him go for the kill in the bullpen. But it just it seems like he never does that. And it's not the way he manages. You know, maybe you like it. Maybe the millennials love it. But I'm a different guy. I mean, I don't love that crap. I don't like it at all. Ugh. But anyways, I'm not going to spend too much time on that because, again, the Yanks won. Shouldn't be complaining. Um, nah, man. Verlander's tomorrow. Going to be a tough one, especially since we have Hap on the mound. So, oof, that could be rough. Oh, man. Did win three out of three so far, so can't get too pissed off if they lose. But we want to win, man. We want to go for the sweep here. Definitely want to win the series with the sweep. That That'd be great. Um, Hap, Hap has been a little inconsistent all year. He's he's your typical number five, though. And you know what? That's exactly what I expected. Um, that's kind of why I didn't want him back. And so quickly, too. I didn't want him back because I felt the Yankees had too many, have won too many number fives. They just don't have enough, enough number ones or twos, for that matter. So I didn't really want Hap back to begin with. But he's back, and he's pitching like a you know an average number five would. Don't love that. But, you know, we'll see. Hopefully he can give them... That would be nice if we could get six out of him. Maybe even pitch into the seventh. That would be terrific. But I don't know. It's Jay Happ. He's had a couple seven-inning games this year, actually. But we'll see what happens. I just want him to pitch well, and I want the Yankee Bats to get going. It would be nice if Aaron Judge, you know, can finally get some rhythm here. Look better tonight, but I haven't really seen him, you know, make any hard contact yet. I'm still waiting for that hard contact just to see how he looks swinging the bat after that injury. Um, So we'll see how Judge looks. Hopefully this is something that can get Stanton going after tonight. You know, we need his bat. Um, And hopefully, (laughs) hopefully we get both Glaber and Gary in there tomorrow. (laughs) uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what the point of today was to save him for Verlander, but whatever. Hopefully we can get a full lineup in there tomorrow and, uh, kick his ass and take this friggin' sweep, huh, fellas? Let's go Yanks, man. Living on top of the world right now. I love this shit. All right. Ciao.